0: Welcome to In the Trenches, a weekly podcast series dedicated to entrepreneurial leadership, the principles and values that define and develop it, as well as actionable steps that you can take to immediately lead your team to victory. Good morning. This is Eric LeClaire representing Push Press. We are continuing our series of In the Trenches, a look at leadership in times of crisis. And uh, an early challenge that was thrown to me was to select a handful of affiliate owners uh, that I looked up to or that I um, wanted to emulate in the early years. Uh, We know that CrossFit has been around for quite some time as a brand and the affiliate community had some very early adapters and those individuals that were uh, kind of thought leaders or trailblazers. And I couldn't think of a better one than Jeremy Thiel, owner of CrossFit Central, Jeremy, an old friend from day one. For those that may not know CrossFit Central, although I don't know any that wouldn't, feel free, man. Introduce yourself.
1: Yeah, for sure. First off, I appreciate you asking me to be on. And, uh, you know, this is a great time uh, to be alive and be taking on, uh, you know, what's being thrown at us. So I'm excited, you know, but that's a phase of four steps to get to. It wasn't that wasn't the beginning. So I don't want to create an illusion of like, oh, I've been excited since day one. But for us, um, myself and my sister, Carrie Kepler, we started CrossFit Central 14 years ago, now about 14 and a half years ago. And, uh, we're pioneers, you know, we're pioneering type of spirits. And so as entrepreneurs and pioneers from the early stages of CrossFit, uh, uh, you know, we we're able to build a movement in the city of Austin and the state of Texas. We were able to jump onto the sport in the early days and get into the competition and build the sport of CrossFit uh, with CrossFit. And, and that was also another, ont- you know, entrepreneurial like pioneering um, era. And so really for me, what happened over the last 14 years is uh, I, started getting, I started getting bored. Uh, we were doing some things. I had a couple kids know, Carrie's got a couple kids. And then, um, the last three years I've been thinking about getting out, doing something different because I just am like, you know what, we've done this, we've done this. I want to know what's next. And, you know, long behold, me and my wife have like, uh, been like thinking about what we want to do. We just, we launched in September, our online platform, lift off, go and lift off body, uh, nutrition, remote nutrition, programming, uh, remote, uh, programming for workouts. uh and so we were looking at the virtual world, you know, we were slower, we were just getting it moving. And then all this that has come up of, of recent. Um, but, uh, really when I think about that pioneering spirit and looking for challenges and overcoming, you know, showing up and doing the monotonies of the day was kind of like, that was the grind and that was the test, you know, what is this? And, and being, um, you know, consistent and building the systems and the structures to produce, you know, world-class box. But I was really ready for something different. And so whenever we started to build our online platform in the fall, moving into the new year, this is the new direction we wanted to go. And then boom, you know, all this starts to erupt with a pandemic. And, you know, we then, you know, over the course of what I say, it was probably been about four phases of the process of moving through, pivoting from You know, we in Texas, you know, we've moved through, you know, everywhere's different, like you said. Um, First, we were kind of uh, uh, moving to uh, large group classes to a controlled, you know, from a group of 20 down to a group of 10. Uh, We were inside the gym, we were socially distancing, then it went from inside the gym to outside the gym, six feet apart, and then it came to home and shelter. So we pivoted, you know, from large group classes, smaller classes outside, then the pivot was home and shelter to virtual. And we had our remote program, and then we went to, uh, um, you know, a Zoom formatted program uh, but now I believe that, you know, that was a band aid to look at where we're going into the future. And whenever we really see where we're going, I think that the whole fitness industry and CrossFit affiliates will be transformed for history. You know, I, I think that there's a line drawn. There'll be Pre-COVID nineteen and post-COVID nineteen, and how the fitness industry will change forever, and the whole concept of going back to what we were and what we, you know, have thought of group fitness. This is going to be a change for the better, um, and it's going to be kind of what I believe, you know, CrossFit as a group class needed, and it, it actually does need to come back to a tighter knit nucleus of training and uh, the smaller type of format plus also individuality in the way that programming can be created. So there's different extremes of that. But I think that we're moving into a much more hybrid model of service and business. You got the um, general pop, you know, online uh, remote programming, um, like a liftoff would be. Um, That's kind of where I think like street parking is. Um, Then you have uh, a more hyper individualized true coach format, that like maybe an OPEX model is. Um, and then you'll have you know small group formats of 10 people or smaller that will be training in, in groups. Everyone's gonna have a different experience of comfort and what they're willing to do in groups and then figuring out how they wanna train. A lot of people are investing in their own garages. They were already doing that before this, but now it's gone hyper in investment. So people aren't gonna just invest tens of thousands of dollars, $5,000 in their home gym. And then they're like, Oh, I'm going to go back to my you know, gym. They might want a dose of that group experience, but they're, they're still going to want. So now we're the adaptability and the three words I had said, like, these are, I have to form words to help manage my mind. And so, you know, creating frameworks and structures allows me to manage stress and manage uh, the adaptability of myself. So I, I came with, uh, flexibility Agility and endurance, uh, because the individual that gets locked into their mind and fixed in certain points, they will die. They will not make it. And um, I'm already seeing that because I went through what I was talking about these four phases. You know, I went into hyper um, uh, like productivity and started executing, executing, but stress was extremely high to pivot the business, and then I went into fear. Uh, because I went, uh, holy shit, this all could be gone. I could lose everything. Then I went into panic, you know, and that would oscillate from fear to panic to fear to panic. And then as I, and I never stopped, you know, I never, that's a part of me. It's like, I moved through these emotions, which I think is healthy. It's whenever you camp out on fear and panic, fear and panic, or you um, resign, you you basically say I'm a victim and I quit. And there's a part of me that went into a victim, like the government's doing this to me, this is happening. And, and then that resolve as I kept progressing forward, again, having conversation with people was important that I could communicate with people to figure it out. So I have a little mastermind group that I work with um, some affiliates that have been in for 10 years. It said, no, we don't pay for it. We meet together. We talk twice a week on the phone. um, And we, We just bounce ideas and thoughts and, and I'm calling other box owners, other people that have true coach formats, people that have remote programming people. I've talked to people that are scared that are frozen and I'm not trying to push any idea. I just like to hear where they're at and it gives me perspective. And so now where I've come and now where I said, I'm excited is I've moved through chaos of, of work, fear. You know, and all that. And now to excited going, okay, whatever happens, this is a new opportunity that I've been wanting and seeking for the last three to four years. How will we adapt?
0: Yeah. So I'm glad you got, I'm glad you have uh, the ability, the clarity to step back for a second and look at that and see it as the opportunity. Versus, like you said, get stuck in that victim mentality or that fear, panic, fear, panic. Before we go forward on lift offs, I definitely want to hear about it. And I want folks that are watching this to hear about it. Think back to the early days. You've got Jeremy as the athlete, Jeremy as the coach and the business owner. There had to been some transitioning of themes or principles in leadership and organizational structure that maybe changed when you were focused on yourself as the athlete, but now focused on others as the coach. Have you pulled with you through this journey, 14, 15 years, any specific principles uh, or values that you'd like to share with anybody?
1: Wow. I mean, really, the growth opportunity is the shedding of the old skin and essentially like dying to self because the ego, you know, has its way of getting wrapped up in identity. And as I've moved through this young, you know, 20, you know, agro alpha male competitor to a father, to a has been athlete in your mind, maybe not where you were, where you want to be and, and kind of adjusting through that process. So it's been a lot of shedding and like I said, like I I'm always pursuing self-growth and self-development and there's been some really hard times because I didn't want to put down the, the athlete. So yeah. from 2007 to 2015, I competed at a regional or a games level for nine years and, right. and, and I held on for probably two years too long where it crippled, uh, my nervous system. I cratered, um, in about post 2015, where 15 through you know 18 was rebuilding my nervous system rebuilding my whole phys- physicality because my I was burnt and it had a toll mentally emotionally on me that I had to, I went down into a pit and had to come back out now I learned a lot because I'm a type of person that my physiology the nervous system the autonomic nervous system fight or flight you know rest and recover I just dove head into the science to research and study and come out the other side, so I can again be a teacher and a coach and a giver of what I've learned through that journey. And so, um, really, it's, it's, I think it goes back to what I said previously. I think it's, it's, you have to con- continue to move forward. If you choose to camp out for too long, you can get frozen in a time period, a mindset, or an era that will not serve you into the right. future. And so I think that the consistency of moving forward and, and also seeking counsel, um, if you don't seek outside counsel, um, you're limited to your own limitations, your own, you know, uh, um, blind spots. And so it's, it's moving forward and seeking counsel, moving forward and seeking counsel. And I think if you continue to do that in all areas of your life, you're going to advance. And that's for me, you know, in that set as I want to keep advancing and, you know, and also know when it's time to call it quits and all that stuff.
0: So when you made the decision um, to move towards liftoff, does that mean you still retain central and work their coach there? And then you kind of have a separate entity, separate project?
1: Yeah. So what, what happened for me and my sister in, in 2015, we founded Cross Central together, but as I started to have a family, she had a family, we separated our business. So she owns our North location. I own our downtown location. Okay. And, and really whenever we opened a second box, it was probably the, not a great decision. Uh, we were better together, but I was, wanting to grow and expand. And, um, and so we even had hardships in that process, but we separated, but we continued to operate as a unified front on all of our marketing, everything we did as a community. And as we started to get, you know, as I reflected back our best times, we work, we counter each other very well. Right. Uh, she's, and so, um, with Liftoff Go, with Liftoff Body, our goes our program, but Liftoff Body, what, what I discussed with her is like, we need to rejoin, but let's do it in a virtual box. So let's share equity. And we also brought in our marketing director who had been with us for 14 years as a partner. And let's do this right with equity and partnership and all hands to the plow and build something that can be, um, we've all... Always had a strong desire to help hundreds of thousands of people. You know, we want to help a lot of people. That's our hearts. That's our desire. And we always felt restrained in our box. And we had gotten up to five boxes. And it's like, it's not, that's not the way that we can reach all the people we want. And we saw the virtual box as a platform that we could reach people all around the world. And so we on that. And at the time, my wife was going like, why are you partnering again with Carrie? We've done that, you know, and it's just the thoughts. But hindsight, where we are now, working remote, Carrie's able to do her content creation, I'm doing my content creation remote, our marketing directors are uh, taking our content, curating it, putting the packaging it and sending it out to the world. And it is, you know, you know, very it, it has been very uh, you know, it, I don't know how to say it like divine in the sense that it had, the way that it all worked out into where we are today, because we could have never known this.
0: That's awesome, man. I'm so glad you had a, uh, a, 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 the idea, but also the ability to execute um, and trust that this was where you were going. I mean, talk about a perfect platform prior to this crisis. I mean, how many gym owners do we know that had never, ever dabbled in the digital space? They don't understand marketing production content um, you know getting out in front of folks they don't understand I mean not that they just don't I mean that just wasn't what they did, and uh, their hand was forced what three weeks ago to be able to immediately transition their entire business through this now for those that are struggling and I mean we we get it I, we consult with gym owners every week, and it's heartbreaking to see folks that um, they have the knowledge and they have the ability. They just are stuck, like you said, in that fear kind of panic mode back and forth. In the last couple of minutes, if you were to, because people will, they will watch this, they'll listen to you. Um, what would be a message for them, for the struggling affiliate owner right now who's stuck in that? How would you motivate them or guide them to either a way out or maybe a, a mindset change? What are your thoughts around that message?
1: Wow. That's a good one. I mean, not knowing who I'm speaking to directly, every individual has their own, you know, battle that they're fighting inside themselves, whatever they're holding on to and, and they have to let go. Okay. And that is a self-awareness. They have to let go of the way that they perceive the way that they want it to be. And they have to move into an open-mindedness to that, to learn to be a fresh student, and then to pursue. But it's the the holding on. I'm dealing with this myself, is that I want to get back to the gym and run my classes because that's what I know how to do. But I have to be able to know that that will come back. But in the 21st century, what this has done is we have to move into a 21st century business model And we have to understand that we cannot cling to the old way and we have to let it go. It will be a, again, I believe that it will be a hybrid of what we used to do and what future is becoming. And there is potentially a consolidation of gyms and in ownership. Maybe not all of us should have been owners. Maybe we would be really good partnering with some local boxes. It's calling up your local affiliate, your, your competitors or potential partners and saying, Hey guys,
0: might, this might be a season of consolidation. Um, That's an interesting angle. You're, you're like the second um, affiliate owner that has had that discussion. Um, You know, that takes a a huge amount of reduction. Yeah. I mean, yeah, fantastic idea. And now, so, I mean, I was just going to say, if, if if keep going, I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead.
1: No, I mean, I, I'm looking at all avenues because I would say this right now like where we are right now, if uh, we've applied for the PPP, the SBA loan, yep. that will bridge us in April and May. We have revenue coming in, but if we, they just extended our shelter in place until May 8th, um, each extension. In the minds of our clients, go, I could do this for a month. I could do this from not coming into the gym. I could do this for a month and a half. But two months, mm, I'm gonna put my membership on hold. And so we're in a very delicate window of how things will shake out. If we get the loan, we can we can buy two months. And and what I'm doing is recreating my business. Cause when we open on June 1st, we will be a new enterprise. We will not, this isn't going back to the old business. This is not, whenever we come back out into official business, we will have new offerings, new packages, new services. Awesome. Never, it is not, oh, the signs back up, we're open, back to business as usual. If that is the mindset, it- Done. 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 We must adapt and change because the people's psychology and their willingness to step in your box is one, two, three, four, and five. Some people will be, let's go back to business. Two or three people will be, no, I want remote. If you
0: can't service those people, they're out. Yeah. Yep. So, so they're, go- they're going to the, your competitor who is offering that service. Yeah. yeah. Outstanding. I'm, I'm, Super refreshed to hear um, where your mind is and your ability to adapt so quickly. I mean, you think about it: we're from some states we're three weeks in, other states about five weeks in. Um, but man, what a what a forced change on so many affiliate owners. I think this will potentially clean the landscape up a little bit. Um, but it's it like you said earlier, it provides opportunity. It allows for creativity and, and initiative, and in those that have. Um, that idea in their head, they'll survive. Lift off, body, lift off, go will be fantastic. What it looks like? Will it be offered through CrossFit Central or will it be separate? Then, what are your thoughts about that?
1: So the way that we it overlays on top of our physical location, so all of our current clients have access to the remote program. Awesome. And so it overlays on top of that, but we're getting ready to roll out our True Code. Map for individualized programming. We'll have you know a general program. We'll
0: have uh,
1: very specific programming. We'll have our nutrition, uh, remote nutrition. So we're going to be very diversified in services. All of our virtual remote will be through Liftoff. All brick and mortar on site will be on
0: site. So that's wow. that's the way that will work. Man, I love it. I mean. You were a pioneer 14 years ago, and now you've got an opportunity to replicate that, um, that spirit to forge ahead now into the digital world. I mean, there clearly were individuals, let's say, one or two years ago, we saw some companies that said the remote coaching is where they want to go completely. They did that. They either sold off their box or they sold off their, you know, their brick and mortar and they just jettisoned off into the digital world. To have both offerings, I think, is going to be a fantastic, fantastic off- option for the folks. Who, yes, in Austin, but then also now you can reach more, hundreds more, thousands more. Oh, Yeah, digital- yeah we already, we're
1: already servicing over 300 plus people on our liftoff platform and our goal is to reach a thousand in you know in the next six to eight weeks. So wow. we have some key partnerships doing a lot of stuff like this just to get the word out and spread the message. Um, we've also added kids proponent to it. But what I do want to uh, tell you about, Eric, is this, my whole life, uh, the more people that you help get what they want, in turn, you will get what you desire, right? And I've always, I've always believed in that maxim, that statement, but I never could fully live it. There was something inside of me that was still fearful to hold on to what I wanted. And what this has done is it has freed that part of my ego to say, I am here One hundred percent today to serve you, and I'm faithfully believing that that will return to me tenfold. And let's go. I love it. And so um, we're we're we're. Last thing I'll say is we're I'm right now masterminding putting together the human resilience movement. Um, I'm going to be bringing together people from all over the country, hopefully the world, that have a like mindedness a heart, a passion to serve the greater humanity, to give them the tools to overcome and be resilient. Because in me, this is my, uh, you know, uh, World War II. This is my 9-11. This is, those happened, not in all my, 9-11 in my lifetime, World War II, my grandparents timeline. But for me, it's a coalescing of those experiences that are attacking my psychology, my, uh, business, my life. And for me, this is a never again for the people around me to be empowered, to be, uh, mentally, spiritually, emotionally equipped to go through these types of circumstances as we move into the future. So right now I'm organizing that as well, because what I want to do is I want to equip people to be uh, strong,
0: if you will, Oh, I dig it. I totally dig it. It's and it's about time. I mean there there are folks that are desiring this and will absolutely follow you down that path. Outstanding man. Outstanding. Wow.